This is a HeadGum Original. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. If I were you, advice from Jews For when you're in a sticky sitch A meal can be so coy Next to Jake the Game Boy Mom, she does listen to me when I tell her to turn it off. Don't even turn it down. There's not a lot left, so let's just turn off the podcast, Mom. <laughs> it's too late. You already said you can't. I will. I, I, I will lick. I lick ass all day. I will. I loved that. I love Simon and Garfunkel. A wistful, nostalgic vibe to start the episode. You got married to that song, we should say. The remix, which includes you talking about how much you love to lick ass, was your you and your That's mother's right. song, actually. <laughs> was it me and my uh, Now everybody song. on the dance floor. <laughs> it, like you would, I, I at least would have walked down the aisle to that. But like, it's not really uh, everyone on she the dance gave floor. You away. Yeah. <laughs> My mom gave me away on the day to a song that tells her to turn it off. Uh, this guy, Kyler, said, Jake's mom said her favorite movie is The Graduate, in which April she uh, April Comes She Will is featured. Mm, I love April Comes She Will. That is, it's one of my all-time uh, Simon and Garfunkel songs. It sounds like the title was like a very Yoda-style um, phrasing. April Comes mm-hmm. She Will. I don't, I guess it's about... No, April come um, she will. April come she will. Like the, it's like the spring is gonna come. The spring. Yeah. Uh, not unlike Dave Matthews uh, in Satellite, where he says, "Winter's cold, uh, spring erases, and the come away by the storm is chasing." Um, yeah. Everything <laughs> good needs replacing. Uh, look up, look down, all around again. Yes. <laughs> not quite. Sat elite. That's yeah. That song. That's how that one goes. Right. Anyway, this guy's um, not a. This one. Sorry. <laughs> yep. Go ahead. That's fine. We go marching two by two. <laughs> <laughs> March is also featured in this song. Oh wait, no, it's not because it's yeah. No, it's it starts with April and I believe it ends with September. <laughs> um, 
spring to summer and then fall yeah fucking months happen and then the winter goes away i fucking get it we don't need another song about you know jesus christ well it's the seasons of life is (laughs) what it is you obviously don't get it because it's not just about weather it's not just about (laughs) fucking spring summer or fall all i have to do is call your old age and death and Mm -hmm. i'll be there yes you will it is may is there a song about every month all right let's start at the top january uh there's not one about that no there's no feb moving on to feb um a song about you do like a valentine's day type thing like yeah but not really i'm sure there's like a valentine or something yeah okay um marching two by um i don't think so no april that's we got april comes we i don't think we have one oh all right yeah yeah that's good yeah a song oh yeah there's that lag wagon song may 16th do you know that one no i don't think i do and there's the uh punk rock song it's gonna be me but it's gonna be may me yeah that's good name um it's gotta be june (laughs) (laughs) is there a june is there i don't think so song not a june one no june No, June. Juno, that's a movie. No, July. June. Julie. Um, any songs about Julie or July? July. No songs about Julie. There might be something about oh, July. Yankee Doodle Dandy, which is born on the 4th of July, July. which brings us to August. August. Num. Mm. There's f- the joke where you call something smogist, which is like smoggy in August, but that's not right. a song. That's just like a June portmanteau gloom, I invented. May Gray, yeah. yeah smoggest that's September. not do you remember that's good and then yeah september, and wake me up when yeah. september ends that's oh, yeah, two septembers two. let's give one to august august wake me so, up yeah. when august ends yeah yeah that'll work and then we um, got october october um there's no like song that goes october october no, but there's uh she did the mash she, she did, did the, the monster mash, mash. Yeah, that's, that's a halloween, halloween. song and November? Halloween is October. Is They're there a synonymous. November song? A no. song that even references November? No. November's I don't kind think of a so. non-holiday. Yeah. And then there's December. Wake me up when December ends. So that's that's December. good. Yeah. And there's Which also do you remember January? December. December does not December. And is there yeah. a January song now that we're I moving on? I think there no. No. Yes. No January. What about a Feb? Feb. Valentine's Day is in That's Feb. True. Is there a Will You like Be Mine? Love songs. Yeah, no. I guess there's songs about love or girls yeah. or guys or whatever. March. March. <laughs> 43 straight minutes of this. <laughs> April. We're losing our voices. <laughs> we still can't think of a song. Okay, that opening theme song was written by... Uh, Tyler. He's not a singer, but he is a podcaster. He has a history podcast called Death of the Roman Republic. Mm. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of similarities between that and America. Uh, so you can check that out. He's a huge fan. Um, and he wrote this song. I guess he wrote the lyrics five years ago, but finally recorded it. So shout out to Kyler and shout out to Death of the Roman Republic. Respect. Thank you. Wait a minute. He's saying that the fall of Rome is similar in many ways to the Amer- what America's not going anywhere. We're still number one, right? Well, yeah, but Rome was the goat for a long time. I think that's what he's meaning is just that America is peaking, not unlike Rome peaked yeah. back in the day. Um, We're not going to 
I don't I don't see a world where I surrender my crown as the number one citizen of the number one country in the fucking planet. Why do you think you're the number one citizen? Because I'm I'm basically the American dream, and I'm living How? in America. Because I I was I was a complete rags to riches story. <laughs> you weren't. You were born I with was... a silver spoon in your ass. <laughs> That's because I was a jaundice baby, and they thought that it would give me more iron to have a little spoon up my ass in a white light that gave me vitamin R, as in, are you free to hang out with me, nurse? I hit on a nurse as, as an, an infant. infant, as a jaundiced infant with a spoon in your ass. You came on to a nurse. And by the way, for the first time ever... That infant closed. No way. Yes. No chance. We went out. We went out three times. Once on the 19th when I was a day. And then two more the following weekend after my bris. I remember that because we shared an amazing kiss outside. So you didn't just close. You had a a courtship. You, You dated. Me, yes, me and the nurse that helped the doctor deliver me. As you were less than a week old, Wait. with with a fucking like disease, by the way. Yeah, so you're not I even know. like a healthy baby. No, I was yellow. Not I closing. guess she got off to that shit. No <laughs> way, no chance. I don't think yeah. so. By the I, way, how yeah. is this? This doesn't make you a rags to riches story because it sounds like you started out like really peaking, dating an yeah. older woman. Yeah. Before you could was, talk or walk. She was 40. Years your was, senior. Yeah. I was you said zero at a the day. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was four, if not a day, and I was a day. So I was a day. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. four. <laughs> By the time I reached two, I dated a shoe. I dated an 80-year-old <laughs> boot. <sneak. laughs> Yeah. Anyway, all right. Shout out to Kyler. Thank you. If I were you, April come, she will. Yes. Uh, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the web, hosted by us. I'm Amir. I am Jake. And um, mm-hmm. we got some we got some questions. I don't know if you know this, but people have been emailing us for nary a decade now. Whoa, that's a long time. And we finally got a question about Michael Jordan. It's like it took. It took almost 10 years, but we got there. We should Game Boy that to see if that's true. We yeah, might have gotten MJ. a couple. Yeah, about Michael Jordan. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Michael. This is sort of a reverse Game Boy. Right. Uh, there's six. Six questions. So pretty, that's, yeah. Not I mean, the first one, but. Less than one a year. That's interesting. Yeah. And they were all okay. during the last dance, I think. Mm. All right. Nice. Well, did you let's... Did you watch the last dance? I did. I loved The Last Dance. By the you way, speaking the of... Thing? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. J- even Jill loved it. Um, are you are you happy today? Are you having a nice day? Because the Clippers were eliminated from the NBA playoffs last night? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the highlight of my quarantine. You're glad. Do you think I'm, this is better the, than... This is great for the NBA. It's great for the city. It's great for me. Is it better? Is this feeling better than when the Lakers won? No, but it's the closest... It's the closest secondary feeling is when your rivals lose, yeah. 
Yeah, especially because they were like doing really well. There was like a groundswell of support in LA. I imagine a lot of your friends giving you shit. You really hoping in your bones that they weren't going to win. And you'd have to like, you'd have (laughs) to play it off like you didn't care that much. Right. Like, whatever. It's just basketball, but inside seething. I will say I was happier last year when they blew it. This year they like overachieved. So they, they, Clipper fans still leave the season with a taste of satisfaction whereas last year they like choked and they were all angry and Kawhi was sad and now it's just like yeah I mean Kawhi was hurt we got far and nobody thought we'd get this far without Kawhi so it makes sense so Mm -hmm. it softens the joy a little bit but I'm still happy they didn't make it to the finals yeah and is Kawhi going anywhere like he's gonna stick around right probably gonna stick around though contractually he can opt out of his contract he has like a player option not to get into the nitty nitty gritty of it but if he wanted to he could leave this year to miami and just sign as a free agent if he wanted to but odds are he he won't want to yeah okay cool now who do you want to win between the three teams that are left atlanta milwaukee in the east versus the suns uh yeah I would want. I think I would prefer Milwaukee to win, but they also got their best player hurt, so odds are they won't even make it now. Mm-hmm. And if they do, they probably won't win. So I mean, I'd, I'd be happy with any team left, just because it's like such a a random team that was never really a Laker rivalry. So I'm not like mad if the Bucks or Hawks or Suns win. I see. All right. Cool. I also I also have this Chris Paul rookie card that will hopefully go up in value if he wins a championship because that'll oh. make his case as like you know the fourth best point guard, more solid. So his value will go up. So I have some rooting interest there. I see. Very cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, happy that the Clippers lost for sure. Absolutely. L A. Hashtag our way. Yeah. Good stuff. Speak. Okay. Now let's call uh, this guy um, uh, Steve Kerr, who played with Michael Jordan. Nice. Hey, guys. I'm from L.A., longtime listener, first-time caller, and I'm baller. I recently matched with this girl on Bumble who highlighted in her profile that she played slash was a fan of basketball. Hey, now. We got to talking about the Lakers because that was her favorite team. Hell, yeah. Soon after, she asks me what team I support, and I tell her it's the Houston Rockets, to which she responds, hey, MJ played for the Rockets, so that's pretty cool. Huh. Dot, dot, dot. What? I don't want to be that guy, but is this grounds for early termination? To put it plainly, if I had to make a study guide for basketball category Jeopardy questions, this would have been covered on page one. Am I being a diva or is she just being coy? Uh, big time buckets and goat show and Nadpod fan. And Jake, congrats on yet another golden mic streak. Nothing short of a dynasty. When will Amir learn that his irreverent and frankly tacky behavior mm. will continue to net him turdies? Toda, love, Steve Kerr. Nice. Cool. Very cool. Thank you, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. By the way, uh, is is this grand? <laughs> I'm just saying. Thank you. Yes, I know, I know, I know. You <laughs> you gave yourself another fucking award. Congratulations. Let's not even harp on it. I actually didn't give myself an award. That one was given <laughs> right. to me by that Steve one Kerr. Was Steve Kerr. Nice. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, uh, is this grounds for early termination? Um. I don't think early termination 
it's unfortunate that the moment has passed because now you can't go back and correct this, you know? Mm. I mean, maybe he did. Maybe he's like, no, no, Michael Jordan never played. <laughs> he wouldn't get it. Yeah, he didn't, didn't allow it. Did you, do you know the two teams Michael Jordan played for? Or do you only know the Bulls? Um, I know, I think I know the other one. The, didn't he play for the Magic after the Bulls? He did not. So this is a good example he owns of someone the magic. not necessarily. He, is he a part no, owner of the doesn't. Magic? That's actually didn't, quite enough. Didn't he have I something to do? Did he have something to do with the Magic? He played against Magic Johnson. So maybe that's what you're thinking. He of. didn't have anything to do with the, the Orlando Magic. He did not. Okay. That's fair. Um, <laughs> All right. But basically, what I'm saying is casual fans like Jake don't necessarily know the entire filmography of these players you don't have to google it you absolutely don't have to google it. i see you <laughs> typing away he never had anything to do with the magic that's quite enough oh i know i see now i see where he went good yeah. stuff um and An- another and fantasy team instead of the magic he played for the wizards the wiz- does he have something that, does he own the wizards now some portion no, he's of a the part wizards. owner of the charlotte hornets thank you because he's from north carolina i see uh and, you know, the Rockets did win a championship in the 90s, so maybe that's why her brain got all, like, melded. It was, like, three Michael Jordan championships, two Rockets, three more Michael Jordan. So, like, if you're going to confuse Michael Jordan playing for one team, it would mm-hmm. probably be Houston. They're also red, same jersey color as uh, the Bulls. Um, obviously, a basketball fan would be like, how dare you think that Michael Jordan played for the Rockets? But I think this is close enough and confusing enough, and it happened th- 30 years ago that it's a it's not grounds for expulsion or what did he say dismissal Dismissal? i think that's the other thing like she might be a current basketball fan like i'm not a basketball fan but i know more about current basketball than i could possibly know about like 90s and early 2000s basketball you know yeah if you become a fan now you don't like now start learning the history of the game you sort of just like remember what you watched when you started watching yeah that's the those are the things that are locked in your in your brain so she might just be a new fan of basketball yeah although she did say she's a, a laker fan so i assume she's been a laker fan her whole life i mean people who from la are truly they bleed purple and gold those are real basketball fans any other fans of any other franchise odds are are moved to la with a vendetta or like a a black heart and decided (laughs) to almost jokingly in a trolling fashion quote root for this cursed franchise that i don't know if you you they've never made it when i liked the clip when i liked (laughs) when i liked the clippers did you hate the clippers this much no, it's all it's a new rivalry for Laker fans. It's uh it stems from Kawhi choosing them over the Lakers and then they had this whole like uh billboard campaign of like LA our way, street lights over spotlights. He owns this city. This is the real I team see. now. We're I here. See. Wow. We, yeah, we own LA. And then they lost and the Lakers won and so like this created this like haha FU rivalry style relationship. Now I see. Okay. Yeah, but when the when you liked the Clippers, it was like Lob City, and the Lakers were terrible. So we had nothing to hate. It was both teams weren't good at the same time, right? All right, cool. No further uh, questions. So yes, 
uh, I don't think this is, quote, grounds for early termination. It's fun. No. You know, she's a basketball fan. You're a basketball fan. Enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. Especially now that she's a Laker fan and you're a Rockets fan. You're going to have to start rooting for a winning franchise. The Rockets are one of the worst teams in the NBA with really no no path out of that for the next what? half decade. What happened there? Because, like, at one point it was James Harden and Chris Paul rockets were like favorites to win the championship and that was like two years ago that's right they traded chris paul what happens they traded chris paul and two first round draft picks it's kind of mortgaging their future for russell westbrook who was a terrible fit then when they got there westbrook and harden were worse than chris paul and james harden so much so that they had to trade westbrook for john wall who's like this even worse version of russell westbrook and then james harden became so disgruntled that he requested to leave and they traded harden so they went from chris paul and james harden to neither of them and they got john wall and a bunch of like pieces that didn't necessarily formulate a basketball team then they wanted the number one pick in the draft so they purposefully sat players and they lost like 38 of their last 40 games Jesus. And how high up in yeah. the draft are they? They got the second pick. So there you have it. Not even number one. <laughs> Not quite number one, but hopefully someone who's half as good as one of the players that left two years ago. But yeah, it happens fast like that. Damn. Uh, all right. Uh, let's take a break. Answer some more questions on the other side of these messages. Yeah. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's They have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm -hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even... Purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like... Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non movement that's movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool th there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain thanks folks thanks squarespace 
Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect it's for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Yeah, I vaguely, vaguely I do. I want okay. to encourage people this summer to be out and about. How does that sound? Like not um, shelter in place, lock down, stay at home, continue the quarantine? Um, well, I guess when you put it like that, I don't really want to go on record in any way. But um, just what I've been doing more um, is, you know, like I used to either I'm at work or I'm at home. And if I left, it was to run an errand and to return to my hole. Like I need lunch. I'm going to go out, pick something up, bring it back, eat in front of my computer. I go, I'm going to get coffee. I like run the errand, bring it right back. Right. And now just with the nicer weather, I'm sitting outside. I'm sitting in front of the coffee shop. I'm taking my lunch break. I'm eating outside. Um, and just really nice things have been happening. I've like run into two or three different friends in the neighborhood. Um, and I think having run-ins, seeing people that you love unexpectedly and catching yeah. up for a few minutes, is, is just does so much for your mental health. It's really nice. That's a very New York thing too, because everybody is in a condensed area. I don't know how much I'm running into people if I just you know went to Whole Foods and then ate at the table out there. But I mean, I guess it's in play. It is in play. I, so many people in your neighborhood go to that Whole Foods. You, it's, I ran into people at Whole Foods just when I was grocery shopping. Yeah. And then even if you don't run into other people, you're saying just the sheer fact of being outside, getting the sun, getting the vitamin D is, you know. Yeah. Being out and about. It's nice. Um, what are you doing with um, sunscreen? 
Are you applying liberally, conservatively, or none of the above? I put on sunscreen every morning before I leave the house. I'm putting SPF 60 on the face. Yeah, I need to do that too. I mean, I keep hearing how important it is and that I need to do it. And then I just, it's not part of the routine and I don't think about it. Yeah, I, I, it's part of my routine now. It hadn't been before. Yeah. Um, but I, I've been riding my bike too much. I've been outside too much. It's also insanely hot. You just, I mean, you feel your face burning out here, so. And are you putting it on your hands, arms, legs? Um, not really. I guess I put a little bit on, I put it on my face, and if there's there's some left over, I rub the excess on on the arms. But that's yeah. that has not been a high priority. It's more about is the it face. A, is it a moisturizing uh, sunscreen, or are you making sure that it's good, for, like specifically face The questions sunscreen? are getting a little invasive about the sunscreen. They're, they're getting answered. <laughs> it's a little much, but if you yeah. must know, if you absolutely have to know, it is a moisture. If it's moisturizing, yes, yes, it is. It's a fancy sunscreen, and I think that's actually quite enough on is the it, sunscreen. Yeah. Is it Cerave? Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. Is it specifically made for your face? I was gonna it's, say. Or is it just sunscreen that's whatever? Put it's, it anywhere you want. It's just, it's face and body. The, the full kit and caboodle. <laughs> that's really nice. And I assume it's not a spray. It's a lotion. It's, I really think we have to move on because this is getting, you're grilling me. I feel like I'm getting, despite the sunscreen, I feel like I'm getting the third degree burn style line of questioning. It's an interrogation. And it's not a spray. It's a lotion. It's a cream. I put it in my hands. I spread it around in my hands. And I put it on my face. And I put the excess on my shoulders and on my arms. And I feel like you're about to ask another question. And I don't think you have to. I think you have enough information. That's right. I do have a twofer. Ears and neck. <laughs> Are they getting lubed up? I do a little ears. I do a little I ears say, yeah. and a little back of the neck. And I think now we've In covered... Fact, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we've literally covered everything. Not everything. Yes. Not everything. Yes, we have. <laughs> you put it on quickly like you don't like the smell and you're like, ugh. Like one of I actually people. love the smell. Are you like I'm slowly like massaging it I, in? Yeah. It's a ritual. It, I do slowly massage it in. I mean, not like sensually and slowly like that. It's not like it's a suntan lotion commercial. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like the smell. It smells like lemons. Yeah. Now, we're running like, out of yeah. time. <laughs> it's even... You strike me as someone that's not comfortable with the... Like you're learning how to do it as an adult. It's not. Like no. you're not just like uncomfortable, like doing it like, oh, this has been like a whole life practice. You're okay, like, so that's not even... Oh, a, I put too Now much. we're not even oh, asking shit. a question. Now we're not asking like, a question. You're just... <laughs> you're trying to tease me. You're trying to tease me for some reason. Is this why you mind me for information? So you could so you could do this little gimmick? <laughs> I'm just joking, man. It's funny. It's good. Um I need to do the same. Um yeah. I'm excited that you kind of are speaking to sun care. That's really important. That's a turdy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
I backed off instantly. I said what you did was good, and then I was ready to move on. It seems like you were hell-bent on that award, regardless of what I said. You wanted me to keep going. I didn't. And then at that point, I guess you had made up your mind. It was too late to turn back. Accept the award. Accept the award and move on. If you want to do a quick thank you speech, feel free. The What you did was you you made a goof of skincare. And I don't think that's healthy. I don't think that's good. <laughs> and I actually think it's tacky. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. Asshole. Oh, here's a question from a 21-year-old who, much like you're suggesting, is going out almost too much. Ooh, interesting. Let's hear. So why don't we call this guy Black Jack, because he's 21. Nice. I'm a 21-year-old who just graduated college, writes Blackjack. In my younger years, I have been known to talk to slash hook up with multiple girls at the same time frame slash friends with benefits and booty calls. It's all good and fun, but now I'm 21 and I'm starting to take girls on more dates, going out for drinks, barcades, etc. Shout out to the mm. Goat Show. Nice. My question is this. How many girls is it fine to date at a time? I know it's a pretty broad question that will be different for everyone, but I would love your guys' perspective and experience when you went through this phase. Thanks. Love the show, and I'm curious every week how Amir earns his turdy. So there you go. Mm, this congrats. this time I earned it because I what asked too many questions about your sunscreen or some shit. It doesn't matter. Like you'll find a way to make it happen. Basically, you find the way to make it happen. I just dole out the award when it is earned. So congratulations if you want to say thank you. If you want to apologize, <laughs> either one is fine with me. Yeah, I I don't want to either. Do that. <laughs> I don't, of course, I don't want to say thank you. And I really don't want to say I'm sorry on my own show. Okay. Let's just, let's just see if we can answer the question without yes. coming to, coming to blows over this. For me, um, two is the max. Two, like one is normal. And at two, it's a stressful situation to add a third in this repertoire rotation that's that's a little too much and it also depends on what phase you're in you know are you full-blown dating somebody because then at mm -hmm. that point one feels like the right amount right. are you just chatting texting because then you can juggle a little more all it is is an occasional text yeah um, or somewhere there's in between the, yeah there i mean there's a transition period from when you're like on the apps you're trying to swipe everybody you're trying to meet a lot of new people and chat and set up dates and you have like a, a week with three dates where you're getting drinks with people that seems normal but yeah you if you are like dating someone then it's a little weirder to be dating someone else yeah um, it depends on how far along you are along yeah i think it's a judgment call that you'll probably feel or should feel um you'll i think even even if you don't want to feel it you'll feel it and you'll feel a little, a little guilty and that's kind of how you know <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like talking to people is like, you know, only one out of 10 in progression. So you can like do mm -hmm. that with 10 people. But like once you get to like the seven out of 10, you never want to go over 10 out of 10. That's, but it a, also, that's a dangerous overflow. Yeah, and you have to take into account uh, what the expectation 
of the person you're, or the people that you're dating is. If you're dating somebody that seems like they're really into you and they're like wanting to see you more and more and go exclusive and uh, make you their boyfriend, make you their boyfriend, then yeah, it's like you probably shouldn't be dating multiple people at that time. You have to, you have to temper someone's expectations. You have so you have to like kind of be upfront with people if you're going to do that. Yeah, and then once you're like married, like you are, you're definitely not like married to anybody else. No way, right? Um, I'm not, I have a secret family, um, but my wife in that family left me. She has a new man. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm sorry about that. So my secret family has, you can meet a new man in New York. (laughs) You can meet a new man. Yeah. So I have a secret, I have a secret son, secret ex, secret um, ex's new guy and then his kids. So I have secret stepkids that are really like my kids because of the amount that I have to babysit those kids. And then, and then of course, Jill has her flings, her side piece, her main dude. <laughs> That's not you. And then her main I'm dude not, is not you. I'm more of the secret side piece. <laughs> Um, and we only really talk these days on her Finstagram. Um, <laughs> fucking convoluted, messed up situation. That sounds really unhealthy. It's going to blow up. It's sure. toxic. It's toxic. I'll be the first to admit that it's toxic because I fucking, no, I, I see her, I see her up. on Maine, on Instagram Maine, out <laughs> in Maine with Tucker, with Travis, with Travis's niece, with, <laughs> with Tucker's nephew. Yeah, they take, they take trips with their kids. Um, and their siblings' kids, and it looks nice, so I just have to slide into the DM on the Finsta on the low and see what's Gucci, and it's not always... Things aren't always Gucci when I do that because I can ruin a vacation by just asking something as innocuous as what's up, and that's (laughs) on me. So I have to talk to (laughs) Sheila, my ex, who's with her new man, um, doesn't want to hear from me, and I end up... Hold on. And I end up babysitting. That's what I'm saying. Because I have a kid with Sheila. um, But then she has her new man, as I mentioned, has two kids. How many? Yeah. How many is too many? So for me, I said two is maximum. Three is too many. (laughs) You clearly are operating in a different universe. So for you. I have two, but between them, they have three. Four, if you count me, which Jill doesn't. Sheila Okay. Also, okay. I was going to say also doesn't. Doesn't, yes. I know. Unless you, you count me as a that. babysitter, because I am watching our son and the two others on the day. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so yeah, two different options. As long as you're being honest and open with everybody, um, it shouldn't be an issue. Expectation you, set. That's big. Yeah. You got to expectation set. Yeah. And you don't want to feel overwhelmed yourself either. Blindside mm-hmm. any of these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Let's take a break one more time and answer more questions after these massages. Ooh. 
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And we're back. Uh, We got a question that's not necessarily in our wheelhouse. Um, Mm. But it was written in such a humorous way that I thought it would be funny to read it, at least. Wow. All right. By all means. It's like the opposite inverse of the last question writer. Who's a, This lady is a 21-year-old female, so we'll call her Black Jacqueline. Nice. Black Jacqueline writes, uh, Longtime listener, I'm 21. I'm a gal that likes gals, and I want your advice on how to get chicks. I've been with a few and my number is not impressive, but is to be respected. (laughs) While I realize (laughs) asking two guys on the internet how to get a girl is odd, Jake is a pimp and a cool. I'm bi, so lesbians don't really give me the time of day. And when I'm with other bi girls, they always top. What do I do? I want slash need dis. I like them thicker than a snicker, so sure, our size difference makes them think they should be on top, but they need to know I'm top dog, woof. I'm vaxxed, waxed, and ready to get some ass. (laughs) I live in LA, so I thought I'd be drowning in pussy. Again, I'm just reading Mm. this. I I, I would never say this crass word out loud. Yes, you would. Uh... She continues, a gold mine, gentlemen. A th- <laughs> then again, she says, and I am only reading, I don't mean any of these things, but a thick clit for this <laughs> wet slit makes me hop into bed in a minute. <laughs> I suppose my question is, 
How do I get more girls to sleep with me and let me be on top? Put me on blast as much as you want, but remember to give me advice. Toda, fan for life. <laughs> Love, Black Jacqueline. And I will say, I, this is the most recent question we got. So this is like super topical. She emailed yesterday. Whoa, whoa. Um, I love the reference of roast me as much as you want, but don't forget to give advice. I remember right. <laughs> you needed to remind us. Um, okay. I mean, first of all, download Orion, right? Yeah, dating apps are a great way to meet people who do want to date. And the expectations are built into the profile, including on ours. Yeah. I mean, uh, you download Orion, make one of your profiles, one, one of your profile images this uh, email that you wrote. I feel like you're going to you're going to meet some people that can appreciate your sense of humor at, at the very least. Yeah. You put um, that entire email in your bio and you should be good to go. And I and just like I said, I think you got to be out and about if you're if you're vaxxed, if you're feeling ready, then hit the scene and i mean we had we had spots that we like to go are they still doing booty la yeah they should be i mean i don't know if it's fully back yet but things are starting to uh reopen if if indoor sweaty dance clubs are not open then they will be soon yeah um and until then just see what's what's popping like outside in a in a park at events an um, outdoor rave yeah it's weird to be out there uh in the beginning but it's gonna feel better and better and i think like even pandemic aside it's always like weird to put yourself out there and uh like get drinks and try to meet new people but once you do you will never ever regret it have you done the indoor sweaty dance club since you've been back since um, new york has been vaxxed i guess I mean, not like sweaty dance club, but that wasn't, I've been to like two crowded bars now. Like, Okay, that's a start. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, even, yeah, like a couple actually. Um, probably like two or three bars where went inside, no mask, order at the counter. Um, wow. Wait in a line for the bathroom. You Don't know. give a shit classic old school style yeah yeah but not not sweaty crowded can't move constantly touching rubbing elbows against people i mean near enough to like i think it was last week i was the bar that i was at was like pretty crowded and um some dude was like getting past me and he put his hand on my back and it was just such an <laughs> insane unfamiliar feel like you know we used to be at a bar it was crowded just like you're constantly just like sort of like lightly brushing people aside to get through like the idea yeah. of, of a stranger's hand on my back just like brushing past me i was like whoa but then then as it happened i was like oh this is really nice contact <laughs> <laughs> smelling somebody else's bo knowing yeah. that you're within viral load distance it was great and it, like also just like not having i feel like even i've been inside at restaurants and stuff like or gone up to the bar to order a drink and take it outside or something um all with a mask but now like the bartenders weren't wearing masks just like standing at the bar waiting for a drink and bartenders like, not no and nobody's sitting at the bars in a mask. And I'm just like uh, smiling at people sitting at the bar. It's, it's really nice. It's like Damn. making human connections again. 
that's it's all part of your um, unsolicited advice. Seeing people again, do you find yourself drained socially, or you're energized by it? Um, I'm. I think right. I think I'm energized by it. I like. I get energy from seeing close friends. Uh, drained from making small talk and seeing like acquaintances and stuff. But yeah, in general, I'm I'm pretty happy. And the nights are still ending earlier. They're ending at like two or two thirty, and where they used to be like four or five. Jesus, so it seems like a nicer. Yeah, two thirty still feels very late for me. Yeah, well, you're gonna get you're gonna come back. Are you? Have you been to a bar? I've been to restaurants um, inside restaurant. Yeah, indoor restaurants that like have drinks, but I haven't been to a bar just to go to a bar. Mm-hmm. Is that like? Is that on the horizon? You think you're going to do that anytime? I don't know. I have no plans to. I have what I've been going to more often is like uh, people are anybody born in May, June, or July is like, oh, we're having a birthday party. You're coming over. We're having a social event. So like every weekend, mm-hmm. it feels like the bar mitzvah circuit again. It's like we have a party at ten, and then one at four, and then one at ten. Yeah, that's good shit. Yeah. So that social events are back i haven't been necessarily to a an like house parties yes exactly house parties apartment parties there's that's good that's all yeah it's a start uh, um all right that's it thanks for questions and theme songs you can send them all down to if i were you show at gmail.com and as always we are um doing weekly videos on our patreon still patreon.com slash ja that's right uh, you're coming to LA soon for the first time in a year and a half. We might be able to record one of these in person. Yeah. I'm about to book my ticket actually July 14th. I will be there. Bastille day. Uh, yeah. Why do you think I'm coming? No. <laughs> yeah. I love to celebrate, celebrate uh, Bastille day in, uh, in LA. Oh, the band Bastille. Yeah. What is, what's, <laughs> It's what a else French it holiday be? about the storming of the Bastille. Um, yeah, it has nothing to do. <laughs> the walls come tumbling down no. in the city. We love, no. uh, 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 uh. Yeah, <laughs> Bastille Day. I'll be there in L.A. blasting Bastille Between... from my pickup truck. Yeah, what's does that? that? Does that mean you're coming, you're going to be in L.A. for your birthday? Because if you're coming on July 14th and... I'm going to make you do a mandatory two week, like a uh, hotel quarantine situation. <laughs> yeah, you're that not means gonna... I won't see you until the 29th. And then yeah. we might be able to shoot that week, which would bring us to August 5th, 6th, I mean, even 7th-ish, then, even if right? I were to do that 14 day mandatory uh, qu- quarantine, quarantine which, yeah. it, which is not mandatory. It's not mandated by anybody except for you. And you have Just no be, power yeah. over me. You couldn't make me do that. Um, even if that all happened, which it won't, July 29th, I would still only stay for a couple days. I wouldn't be there on my birthday. I'll be spending that with my ex-wife and my son, and Jillian, <laughs> and her side piece and her main dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get that. Um, okay. So you're not going to need this. I got you a hotel uh, near the LAX, Sheraton LAX. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't need... Uh, two weeks in an airport motel that you got me. That is a waste of your cash and a waste of my time. Though I can't imagine it's that expensive because nobody wants to stay near LAX. 
Um, yeah. That actually daily yeah. testing starts. It's not even pretty pricey. What you did isn't even thoughtful. I got you 25 rapid COVID tests. Each one costs $59 from an yeah. Abbott lab. You spent it's basically a ton of I money. S- I took resources from a school. They were testing yeah. teachers with these labs. They kids. needed that. They needed that. Not me. Not me. And I, yeah. I've been I vaccinated. Whole, okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, how many vaxes? Just two then? How many vaxes did I get? Yeah, the two shots. Just the two. Yeah, the two shots. I, I'm going to need you to get that third another, prick. Another booster. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am not I doing need you anything. To get the J&J. You need. I'm not doing anything you need. Okay? That's not how I live my life. By your <laughs> needs. Would it be? No. I guess yeah. not. So what I did was I ended up getting all of the above. That way I'm every little mm-hmm. article that says like Pfizer does this, Moderna right. does that, Johnson and Johnson. Mm-hmm. I'm like, check, check, check. You check, also check, got the check. AstraZeneca. You got I the AstraZeneca. To to yes. <laughs> yes. That's right. And I'm eating well. I'm eating healthy for that. So I have natural immunity to boot. And did I mention I've gotten COVID thrice? <laughs> That's four times. That's not bad. That's <laughs> and not bad. rice. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I already said where you can email the opening theme song. Was that April? She come. April come. She will. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this closing one is by our old friend Don Kianian. Yes. Uh, who made a Yugo style song for us? Oh my god. Yeah. So enjoy this Don Kianian um, rendition of Yugo style. Any word on if I can come back as Yugo for on not another D and D podcast? Uh, yeah, we were talking about having you um, on a holiday special. So come Christmas, we'd love to have you back. Well, there's a bunch of holidays coming up. <laughs> I can yeah, a uh, Yugo themed Fourth of July. I don't. I think that spacing Yugo out once every other year feels good to me. Yugo is a lot to be around. (laughs) Yugo is, sir. (laughs) I is. Uh, Both of you guys. Yeah. All right. I bet. I. (laughs) Yeah, bet. Yeah. Bet. All right. I'll see you guys. Yugo hit different. (laughs) Yugo's a problem. Yugo's style. Yugo style. Yugo is intuitive, and Yugo is justice. I'm a slippery little Yugo. Yugo style. Yugo style. Yugo is rich. Yugo is intuitive, and Yugo is assisting the death of countless others. I'm a slippery little Yugo. That was a HeadGum original. Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody 
who the fucking hosts are. Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie rodder Leitman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Hmm? Okay, I will. It's, hmm? it's, Can uh, you do that? So go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye.